0: Welcome back to Same Minds. I'm Mattia. And I'm Ellie. And we're probably the same person. So heads up to listeners watching. This week might be a little bit shorter than usual. We don't know yet, but I didn't bring a lot of stuff, so we'll see. But my opening question for this week is, how do you stop
1: overcommitting? How how do you stop overcommitting? Yes, because I can't. Same give, me with my an, give me an
0: example. We're both like serial overcommitters. okay, so basically, Miss Rona came to town, so everything's canceled, and I was like, okay, that's fine. My schedule has just been completely emptied
1: mm-hmm. for
0: by fate. And I was like, sick. now I can fit in the extra science I wanted to do because I have nothing going on for this summer. So I'll fit in the extra science. And then I got a job offer, and I was like, <laughs> okay, it's not a full-time job, I can still do this, I can do my three hours of summer school a day, plus my three hours of work a day, it's only six hours, totally doable, still have time for myself, and then I got another, no, I went camping, mm-hmm. and then I got two more job offers. Seriously? Yeah, so I got one for my grandma, who was like, yeah, I'll pay you to just come in once a week and just, like, do chores and stuff, and I was like, okay but I can't do that and summer school and work because there's not enough time and there's, like, other commitments daily. And then I got hired to be a camp counselor, so I quit my other job, but now I'm doing full-time work and, like, part-time school, and, dude, I'm going to work myself into the ground. Like, (laughs) thankfully, school only lasts till the end of this month, but, dude, like, I have a job... For when school starts already. Mm -hmm. Like the first week of school, I have a job. Like I there's no breaks. (laughs) And everything comes and I just say yes to it. Um,
1: how do you stop doing that? Yeah. You just have to not commit. But but (laughs) it happens with my mom too. Like
0: she'll be like working and she'll be like, I have 17 proposals all of a sudden, I don't know when this happened. Mm -hmm. But like I had nothing. It was so feasible. I was just going to do like a little job and do a little bit of school. And suddenly I'm out here with 17 jobs and 18 hours of schoolwork like, oh, maybe this is unhealthy.
1: <laughs> I don't know how to stop that. I'm an overachiever, but I don't take on too many things at once. I like focus on the things I have, which is apparently different from how your family does things. <laughs> <laughs> See,
0: somehow I, I flip. Cause either I'm an overcommitter or an overachiever, okay. usually both. But sometimes <laughs> it flips back and forth. It's a terrible, terrible combination. Why do you think we make so many cookies at Christmas? Oh
1: my we goodness! We can't just
0: make like a couple batches of good cookies. We have to make five hundred <laughs> great cookies and then give them out to everyone we know. There's like it's there's always so many cookies. <laughs> Dude, we have so much storage space reserved for just cookies during Christmas time. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness gracious. Like we had your cookies for like months after because you just kept giving us any extras you had. Oh my gosh, there's so many cookies in our house. It's so unhealthy too because I'll
0: I'll like eat the cookie batter as I'm making the cookies mm-hmm. and then I'll eat the cookies after I've made the cookies and then I'll eat the cookies when I'm packing the cookies to give to other people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, we don't have more cookies. I got to cook more cookies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Your family is a little bit cookie-crazy, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Yeah, I don't know how to stop overcommitting. That's never really been an issue for me. but Oh, <sighs> <Ellie>, you were <laughs> supposed to give me the answer. I'm so sorry. You were sorry. supposed to. I'm so sorry. I'm not all-knowing, as much of a shock <laughs> as that may be to you.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I don't know why I'm friends with you, then.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm pretty much useless, other than, like, giving you the non-chocolate, non-chocolate parts part of, of my chocolate, chocolate chip, chip cookies. cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, for a different kind of vibe in the question, would you rather live in a giant kangaroo's pocket or have a tiny kangaroo live in a pocket on your stomach? I would rather be in the pocket. You'd rather be in the pocket? Why? Well, it's,
0: okay, I don't want to say it's the
1: obvious answer
0: here, but it's kind of the obvious answer here. I don't want to have a pocket on my body, first of all.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Second of all, I don't want to have to carry someone in that pocket. (laughs) And you know what sounds great? Being carried all the time. That's true, but like... Also, if I live in a
1: pocket, my house is mobile. So. Mm -hmm. It's also attached to a giant kangaroo. So I don't know how close you can get to cities.
0: Oh, as close as I want. I'll just destroy the cities. We'll be a
1: menace. Besides. <laughs> um, see, I was actually going the other way and thinking I'd rather have a tiny kangaroo live in a stomach pocket that I happen to have. Really? Um, <laughs> because I feel like I'd have a lot more of a free schedule because so I wouldn't have to worry about you know if my kangaroo needs to stop for food or to sleep or anything. And, um, I could decorate my home like I wanted. Like, I feel like it'd be hard to hang pictures on the inside of a kangaroo's <laughs> stomach pocket. And then, you know, I just have a little kangaroo bunny... Bunny. Kangaroo buddy? Buddy chilling with me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or a kangaroo buddy. You never know.
0: Maybe it's a hybrid kangaroo. I don't know. I feel like the question assumes that where I live is where I hang out with people and, like, what I want to do things and not just where I sleep. That's fair. Because, like, I could live in the kangaroo pouch, and then I ne- don't pay any rent, and then I just spend all my free time in the library. If we add
1: rent into it, <laughs> does the kangaroo who lives in my stomach pay me rent for living there? Because that's a sick deal. <laughs> no,
0: I don't think so, because I was thinking I wouldn't pay the kangaroo any rent. So why would the kangaroo living in your pocket pay you rent?
1: Why would not you pay him rent? That feels rude. You're living in his stomach. Well, sort of. (laughs) I feel like if I'm in the pouch,
0: like, that's, like, a parent-child thing. Oh. So it feels like it's their responsibility to keep me there, and, like, (laughs) clearly the kangaroo cares for me, so. So they're, like, adopting you. Oh, yeah.
1: I, like, I'd love to be adopted by a giant kangaroo. That sounds great. Would that mean you'd, like, have, like, a curfew and stuff for when you had to return to the pouch (laughs) Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's your hypothetical question. So is, that is true. It is my hypothetical question. And my my favorite bit is because with these, I'm always no one likes asking me would you rather questions because I always just loophole out of them. Yeah. But like, there's no reason to loophole. You either live in a kangaroo's stomach or it lives <laughs> in yours. Like yes. the
0: question starts
1: as a loophole question, <laughs> sort of. It's you sort of go what. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, I think it was last week, because we didn't podcast last week, because we're inconsistent, because Woo-hoo! welcome to our podcast, Have You Met Us. <laughs> uh, but I was going to throw out the garbage, because I'm a responsible child, I wasn't even asked, I was just like, I'm gonna throw out the garbage, I know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, I open the door, I close the door, I hear like a thump or a slam or something, I don't really think too much about it, because like. Someone's going into their house. Cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I open my garbage can, and there's a raccoon in it. (laughs) And the raccoon, like, jumps at me. And, dude, I, like, the garbage (laughs) bin, I just, like, threw all the garbage all over my driveway and my lawn and, like, slammed the door shut. And I sprinted inside to my house. And (laughs) I, like, ran through my house going, Guys, there's a raccoon in our garbage! And I just screamed it. Uh, and then my dad essentially, like, flipped, he came out, he flipped the garbage down, and the raccoon, like, crawls out and just stands there, looks at us, <laughs> and then walks off to the left, and then we walk out, and we're like, where did the raccoon go? <laughs> and then we notice our neighbor's garage is open. <laughs> so we potentially unleashed the raccoon into our neighbor's garage. We texted them. I don't think it was in there, but oh my goodness.
1: It's <laughs> funny. I could totally picture what your face would look like when the raccoon, when you saw it for the first
0: time. Dude, I was so freaked out. I didn't even scream. I just, like, flailed. <laughs> like my, like me and my mom, but quieter. Yeah. <laughs> and something fun that I did not know before is if you have a raccoon in your garbage, your garbage can will
1: smell. Uh-huh. like raccoon for forever. <laughs> um we used to have a raccoon. I don't know if you knew this, but um my mom saw it walking into our backyard and she's like that's weird. Like, we're being really loud. It's not scared by us at all. And she watches it and it climbs up onto our roof and you know does its business and it's been doing that. We we've, we we've started cleaning out our gutters and we're like it does this all the time. Like this guy just comes to our house to do his business on a roof, and that's all he does, <laughs> then he leaves.
0: You know what this means, Ellie? Your house is literally a litter box. You're just living <laughs> in a raccoon's litter box.
1: Living under, because, like, technically it's on top. That's true, but if you didn't have a roof, you'd be living in the raccoon's litter box, so... <laughs> that's, that's true. I think if we didn't have a roof, we'd have other issues as well. But also then... I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I think if you didn't have a roof, you'd be just fine. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Have you seen the video, of uh, speaking of raccoons again, of the raccoon who's <laughs> trying to eat cotton candy? Yeah. But he washes is. his food so he keeps losing it to the water. It's so funny. Yeah. Adorable. Everyone's like, this is so sad. And I'm just, like, cackling <laughs> in the background.
0: Ah, the dumb raccoon. <laughs> because ra- raccoons are, like, mm, I don't know how to put it. They're kind of the dumpster divers of animals
1: well that's like if that makes any sense that's basically what they are they literally dumpster dive
0: yeah but like if you think of people you know that go dumpster diving Mm -hmm. that's
1: what raccoons are to the animal world or they're like that guy who tried to steal the basketball nets (laughs) no shade to that guy though Kind of cool. Did we talk about that on here? Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. I'm
0: pretty sure I told the story on here. But if we didn't, I'm not explaining it. So just come talk to me. Email me. Email the podcast. I'll put it in the description. Just read the description. Email us. It'll be great. Uh, I My dad has a raccoon story that he'll tell us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from when our mom and dad were dating. They're out at my grandparents' place. They're out in the backwoods. My grandparents live on a farm, if you don't know. Uh, and they're up on a tree branch, such a cute date, blah, so gross. Anyhow, <laughs> romance, ew. Uh, my dad's like sitting next to a hole in the tree and he's like, hey, this would be a great spot for the raccoon to hang out. And he like sticks his head in and like yells and like blah, into it. And then his eyes adjust and there's a raccoon in the tree staring right at him. <laughs> like, what the
1: heck? And he like freaks out. Well, Think of it this way. Imagine, like, a raccoon was like, yo, this place looks like a human would live in it, and just came in and started yelling (laughs) at you. (laughs) Would you rather yell at a raccoon or have a raccoon yell at you? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, I would probably rather have a raccoon yell at me, because I feel like it's less likely to attack me. If I don't yell yes. at it in its place of living, well, I don't. I don't know. Maybe the raccoon's yelling at you because it's attacking you. Maybe its words are a worse attack than its claws. <laughs> the raccoon just bots. comes and
0: insults your confidence. <laughs> like, I can never be normal again after
1: this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's ruined my self esteem.
1: <sighs> Changing the topic. So, this is the thing I haven't fact checked that I mentioned before. So, it may or may Wait. not be true. We're.
0: Guys, we're back. We're not fact checking anymore. Who cares? <laughs> we're just gonna say things and you're gonna believe it's true because that's how the internet works now.
1: <laughs> okay. So, you might have even heard of this, I don't know, you usually hear of things before me, and then I think you're lying to me, and then I find (laughs) it, like, a month later, but... Dude,
0: all the memes, all the memes, I swear, I don't know how you just never see any of my memes until it's been, like, seven months, but here we are. I
1: started singing Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat the other day, and Jed just looks at (laughs) me like, what the heck?
0: I kind of don't like you, because, excuse you, can't sing a song,
1: it's not a real song, Ellie, don't you know? (laughs) Okay, well, anyhow, back to the thing I didn't fact check. Wait, should we give the story behind that? The story behind the song of Rocking the Boat? Yeah. It was just, you started singing it, and I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like... We were in a canoe, (laughs) and we were having a grand old
0: time, we were at camp, and I'm just going, Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the boat. And then Ellie's like, what are you singing? It's not a real (laughs) song.
1: And lo and behold, here we are. Lo and behold, someone else started singing it with you. And I was like, did she just learn from you? Or does she actually know this song? Ellie, we're actually just living in a musical in which I am the main
0: character. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) So if I start singing songs, everyone knows it and has a choreographed dance routine. So, Did you not get the script? I emailed <laughs> it to you the other week.
1: So I'm the equivalent of the dude from Enchanted who's like, how does everybody know this song? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> or Flynn Rider. Like, how, she just has magical hair? What is this? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't said the thing. I didn't fact check. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Back <laughs> to the thing. <laughs> okay, so um, some places, supposedly... Use clams to test the toxicity of water. So, um, for example, in Warsaw, if this is true, um, they get their water from the river, and the main water pump has eight clams that have triggers attached to their shells so that if the water gets too toxic, they close and the triggers shut off and the city water supply automatically... It shuts off the city water supply automatically.
0: If clams die? It's it's kind of... They, I think it's wait. So they they literally just do the pie, parrot in a mine shaft, where when the parrot dies, you just get the heck out
1: of there. Similar to that, but it's not. They don't die because if it gets too toxic, the shells close, and then that's that. They have triggers in their shells that tell the, everybody else to shut off the water supply or something. I don't know. That sounds. I know but I really really hope it's true it has a great picture here I'll flip the camera but our audience can't see it
0: uh it's a picture of a clam with a (laughs) screw glued to its top shell over what looks to be a magnet there you go it's very confusing it doesn't make a lot of sense my question is why why wouldn't they just have machines that
1: do that (laughs) exact same thing Because supposedly, this works like it's accurate, and I'm guessing it's probably cheaper. Because, you know, why buy a whole machine if you can just hot glue a spring to a clam?
0: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) See, this is why the Star Wars universe gave up on innovation. It was cheaper. No, for sure there's a cheaper way to do that that does not involve clams. They're doing it for the aesthetic, Ellie. (laughs) They're definitely
1: doing it for the aesthetic. Oh, this is supposedly, again, didn't check it, that they're better at <laughs> measuring the water quality than any of the machines that they've tried. Then make a better <laughs> machine. Why not just keep using clams? Let them use their clams, Maddie. <laughs> no, this
0: is how the it- human race improves. We use innovation and we create things and we move forward and we stop using clams. To test our water. What if you get a defective <laughs> clam? Y'all are in trouble.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness gracious.
0: You know, in the realm of animal things, okay, I was looking at the blobfish. You've seen a blobfish before, I assume. I have, yes. Yes, you know, the gross pink slimy thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's got to be something weird about it. <laughs> Turns out, the blobfish is just a normal fish. Okay. Like, it looks like a normal fish. It doesn't look like a blobfish, it looks like a normal fish, but stupid people, like humans in general, <laughs> to, were like, deep in the ocean and saw the blobfish and were like, oh cool, I just grabbed it and then just brought it up to the surface. And we essentially shifted the pressure so much that its skin, like, expanded and it became this gross blobby thing. So we essentially killed a fish, took a picture of it, and then named it after what it looks like after it explodes. Oh, poor fish. Yeah, they look like normal fish. It kind of blew my mind. Because if you look up, like, blobfish in the deep, they're just, like, spiky fish. You're like, oh, it's just, it's still a fish. Poor thing. But, like, imagine if aliens found us. And then named us after what we look like after we explode in space.
1: Okay. That's. Like, that's the equivalent. (laughs) Well, good to know. Good to have a reference point for what I'd look like if I went to space and it went horribly (laughs) wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you never know when that's going to happen. Never know. When I'll go to space, I hope I'll know before I go to space that I'm going to space. Like, (laughs) I I think you'll just wake up and be there, honestly. I'll already be blob-fished. Blob-fished. That's a a verb now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's definitely a verb. Clearly. Everything's a verb if Mm -hmm. you try hard enough. Yeah. You know, the other day, my brother was working with my... My brother... Wait. I forgot how to English. Give me a sec. My mother was working with my brother on, like, English homework, and they're both sitting there, and Isaac's like, but, like, I, no one says, oh, yeah, that verb action clause is really cool. (laughs) My mom's like, editors do, and Isaac's like, I'm not an editor! (laughs) And then I just pipe in with, honestly, I'm pretty sure I don't even speak English, because I just kind of guess and then hope it's right. If you asked me to, like, pick out an adverb, I'd be
1: like, I don't Oh, know, my man. goodness. In middle school, which was not that long ago. I'm pretty young. But <laughs> in middle school, I kind of got the reputation of being, like, the smart kid, right? And so a lot of the time people would ask me, like, hard questions, and I know the answer just because I'm a nerd and I look up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But when they didn't, I'd literally just make something up and hope that they didn't know enough about it to contest me on it. And it always worked. I got through so much by just pretending I knew the answer and looking confident.
0: Like your palm readings, I'm outing you on our podcast. Guys, in middle school, Ellie pretended that she could read palms and created a whole system for what every line meant that was just completely made up. And she would have lines of people coming for her to read her, their palms. And she just made stuff up. And was like, oh, yes, you will die tomorrow. Your palm says it sucks to be you. And people were like, oh my gosh, she's so legit. It wasn't so really legit. lines
1: as much of diff- as, much as uh, like different friend groups would just come and crowd around me and be like, try mine. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay. Like I just started doing it for my friends and pretending I knew how and then it kind of progressed to my whole class being like, do you know Ellie he could do this? And I'm like, I don't. Middle school is a crazy time for me, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm so sorry, because I totally just ruined
0: your possible future career as a psychic. Because now everyone knows that you just make it up. Before you could have been like, oh yeah, I used to read poems back in middle school and you could have had
1: some credibility. Now it's not a po- Bible
0: for your option. Yeah, sort of. anyone who,
1: like, I actually fooled in middle school. That was just me lying through my teeth <laughs> at you. But it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I also, in middle school, had a small business doing back massages <laughs> for a bunch of like, it started with this sort of friend of mine who had a lot of, like, muscle problems and stuff. Like, they were, she was just sore all the time and stuff. And so I started, I was like, oh, yeah, mm. I know how to do this. I kind of taught myself. And then she started.
0: Yeah. My mom wanted me to back massage her all the time. So I just we also
1: We also had a massaging business when we were, like, seven. They paid us, <laughs> like, five cents for a massage. I know. I think it was... <laughs> Five cents for back, five cents for feet, and ten or ten cents for both of them. Dude, we should have been charging dollars at They probably least. would have paid if we had.
0: Yeah! This is why you do market research when you're starting a business,
1: guys. We did so many things. We charged them to come see plays that we wrote and produced. Dude, you know what the worst bit is? I wouldn't even spend that money.
0: If it was Canadian dollars. <laughs> So, it would just go in my mom's purse, and then I'd go off abroad and be like, yeah, it was just a fun thing to do. So, why
1: was I even charging anything? I'm pretty sure whatever I made, my mom just made back, because I'd put it in my pocket and then forget about it. And that was still at the point when she would do my laundry. So, I'm pretty sure she made a profit over whoever else was at our house at that point. Dude, we were terrible (laughs) entrepreneurs. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yep. I had a friend in
0: middle school who tried to start a business where she would sell, like, basic school supplies, so she'd have, like, erasers, highlighters, pens, pencils, just out of her locker. Which, like, isn't a terrible idea. It was, like, a dollar thing, and if you really didn't Mm -hmm. have a pencil, sure. I don't think they sold to anyone, and then the, like, principal came in and was like, (laughs) guys, you can't sell stuff on school property and shut them down. And
1: that's how my friend in middle school became a crime boy. <laughs> it would have been so. great if after that she got one of those p- coats, like, that you can fan out and show all your wares, and she she would see people, like, searching <laughs> their back. She'd be like, can I interest you in a pencil? And, like, whips open her coat. Yeah. It's like when we were in eighth grade, too. So imagine being a
0: fourth grader, and an eighth grader in a full-on trench coat <laughs> just comes up to you, and it's like, you want some of my wares, and just opens it, and there's just pencils <laughs> so
1: good oh man (laughs) middle school was interesting everyone just had their own kind of niche but cliques were still kind of a thing it was that was interesting
0: i'll take your word for it i don't know my impression of middle school is weird just because i moved every three years basically till Mm -hmm. now (laughs) so it was just like the yeah it's just cool Mm. it's the same as everywhere So, it wasn't really different from anything. And then it wasn't really the same. And I was just, I just assumed that that's how things (laughs) were in Canada. And I was like, okay, these people all just like vaguely suck sometimes. It's cool. Cause you know,
1: middle school Mm -hmm. kids have no clue what they're doing. Yeah, it's all like looking back on it, I was like, I thought I was a teenager at 13. I I wouldn't say that now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I didn't think I was a teenager at 13. I turned 13 and was like, right? I'm still 10, right? (laughs) Like now I'm 16 and I'm like I'm almost 13 guys. Oh my gosh, so exciting! I'm gonna hit 20s and be like, am I in my teens yet? <laughs> yeah.
1: You just gotta, you just got gotta give me an update every year so I know what kind of card to get you. You know, which birthday are we celebrating <laughs> this year, Mattia? Yeah? <laughs> my
0: my parents never held a seventh birthday party for me. Like, okay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think it just never happened. Like, there was no celebration at all. Like, there wasn't a cake. There wasn't presents mm-hmm. for me as a child. <laughs> There's just nothing. So the ongoing joke is that I'm just a year okay. younger now.
1: Because
0: I didn't have a seventh birthday party, so I must just I be guess 15 so. now. Well, I
1: mean, I'm still 15 until...
0: Until... Yeah. That's how it works, right? If you don't celebrate the p- birthday, you never get older. I found
1: the secret to immortality. I did celebrate guys. my last birthday, so I'm 14. Ugh. <sighs> I'm so Yay. little, guys.
0: <laughs> Technically, I didn't celebrate this birthday. Uh, no, I and celebrated I've got you a present.
1: You just won't come and get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Well, I'm worried it might explode, Ellie. So I don't want to be a v- another victim to Joking Smurf's
1: cruel pranks. So I'm just keeping my distance. Okay. Um, on a completely different note... <laughs> as to what I've prepared. Um, there's this thing that I found that really, like, it didn't freak me out, but I was like, I don't like that this exists. And it's called um, the elephant's foot. And it weighs, like, okay hundreds of tons. Oh, whoops. It weighs, like, hundreds of tons. Um, and it's, like, crazy... Field of radiation. That's not the correct way to state that sentence, but I said it. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't speak English. I just kinda guess
0: and then hope it's, it's right. The,
1: so it's the if it's you get good. close enough to look at it, you'll die like instantly. Like there's so much radiation coming off of it that you'll just die. So like um, the sun. there there's a picture of it, and it was taken through a mirror around the corner of the hallway because the wheeled camera they sent up to take pictures of it was destroyed by the radiation. Like, it's like the basilisk from Harry Potter, where they had to, like, look at it from the mirrors so they wouldn't die. Oh, yeah, it's
0: at Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe
1: I should have mentioned that at the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's crazy. Like, the fact that this exists kind of terrifies me. Apparently it melted through, like, two floors floors until it eventually, um, rested in the basement. It's just, it's not good.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is a strong argument for why you don't (laughs) nuke things.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, here's, um, what Wikipedia says, which, you know, every teacher will come at me being like, that's not trustworthy. But, um... Half of my teachers don't care. Half of my teachers are like, yeah, use
0: Wikipedia, just use something else No, that's else most well. of my
1: teachers, but then you always, at least I always have that one teacher who's like, you can't use it, or like, discrediting your essay. Anyhow, their origin page thing says, The elephant's foot is a large mass of black corium with many layers externally resembling tree bark and glass. And it's, it's super, super, like, is it radiated? Is that the correct word? I still can't find the correct word. No, radiation? but like when something emits radiation. You just say it emits radiation? Well, it emits a lot of radiation. Alright. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds like there is a word for it, but to be honest, I can't be bothered uh-huh. enough to figure it out. Uh, I found an article from Ripley's Believe It or Not, which sounds like the place to okay. have information about this thing. Uh, here's the tagline. Chernobyl's Deadly Elephant Foot. There's a structure at the heart of the Chernobyl power plant known as the Elephant's Foot, and it can kill you in 300 seconds.
1: 300 seconds, so not instantly, but pretty close. It's a pretty strong opening line.
0: <laughs> Basically, Chernobyl had a power surge, nuclear plant blew up. Mm-hmm. The water used to cool it vaporized. Explosion. Uh, radioactive waste. Uh, melting process, something-something, corium, I'm not actually reading any of this. Create create corium, <laughs> which is lava-like. Mm-hmm. And then that went down until it solidified into the quote-unquote elephant's foot.
1: It's just, I hate that this exists in our world and that they have the ability to create more of it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, most people are
1: fine. I don't <laughs> think most people want to nuke things, so I think we're good. <laughs> yeah most people you know as long as you know everyone doesn't suddenly want to destroy the earth with everyone on it you know we'll be okay right I think we're fine (laughs) just a hunch though could be wrong oh dude I need a nap (laughs) I just had the urge to talk to you like like how people talk to babies when they give the big yawn and that's like their first idea (laughs) oh big yawn yeah you're so sleepy (laughs) <laughs> oh, for listeners who couldn't see her yawn, sh- she yawned, feels like an important detail. <laughs> I, I really hope you've picked up on that by now. <laughs> Otherwise,
0: you need to work on your, like, context awareness, your inference, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, ability you know to I mean. read between
1: the lines. That's always what my teacher said. Thank you. And I always pictured yes. actually, you know, reading, because, you know, we'd always write online paper, and I'd always picture actually reading between it. Just, just literally being able to read
0: things written on line paper. I mean, also work on your ability to do that. Because if you can't, what's the point? You know, something I've started doing this week is just writing backwards. Meaning? I don't know why. Meaning what? Like, if you were to write, just mirror all of that. That's what I'm doing.
1: So you're, like, publishing first and then editing and then what?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, Vincent Van Gogh would do all the stuff mirror writing. So, like, all my letters are written backwards.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's just written backwards. Like, if you were looking yeah. at it in a mirror. Okay.
0: Which is weird, because I found out I can write backwards fairly easily. Like, it takes a little bit of thought, but once I get going, like, I'm just writing mm-hmm but I can't read the stuff written backwards
1: for the life of me. Oh, I can. I don't know why. I've always been able to read the stuff that's backwards. Dude, it
0: takes me so long, so much longer to read what I've written now. (laughs) But I looked into, like, why you do Mm -hmm. it, and basically our brains evolved to be very good at recognizing things without thinking too much about it, Mm -hmm. just so we're a little faster. Because we kind of know that, like, If I look, like, to the left or to the right, it's still you. Because you you don't need, like, the full-on profile. Mm -hmm. So you're... Although you're really good at identifying things and, like, identifying letters, you're not great at knowing which sides things are supposed to go on. Or, like, left-right specificity, if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense. Which is why, like, when little kids start writing, they'll just, like, randomly write letters backwards. Or, like, they'll write complete words backwards or stuff. Like, I know... Me and my brother, both, in our like kindergarten profiles, we just have things where like three or four letters are backwards mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah,
1: one of the kids I tutor writes some of his numbers backwards for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's just you're not good at suppressing the bit of your brain that's like it doesn't matter which way it goes. Who cares?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but the interesting thing about this is think about the Statue of Liberty. okay. Which hand does she have
1: holding up? I don't know. I don't live in America. maybe her her right one. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah! Right Did, but you didn't know that, you just guessed. <laughs> no, I just like, for the viewer or for the listeners who aren't viewers, because it's a podcast, I just kind of took on <laughs> the shape of the Statue of Liberty and tried to <laughs> figure it out.
0: It was pretty great. Okay, don't look at, don't cheat for okay. this one. The Apple logo. You could probably, like, describe yeah. it. Which side is the bite mark on?
1: Is it also the right? It is also yeah. the right. Guys, I'm so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just know.
0: I don't know. I was thinking about those questions and I was like, shoot man, I have no clue. Like I guess. My <laughs> guessed right too. So I got them both correct, but like it wasn't because I knew which side it was mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it's just cause it you've because I was extremely mm-hmm. lucky. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for watching. Uh we feel very glad because we made it to like half an hour. We'll see how long it is after editing. Uh if you have nuked someone, <laughs> please email us. Or if you support nuking Mars. Please support email nuking us Mars. You hear Is that from a you. thing? Have you not heard about that? Elon Musk just tweeted nuke Mars at some point. Because his his theory or like his suggested theory was that if you
1: nuke Mars, it'll create an atmosphere of some sort. So he's he just wanted to <laughs>
0: nuke Mars.
1: I mean that that's an idea. Okay, well, if you support that email us. I'm sorry I derailed our our outro there. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, we are
0: probably the same person and we'll probably. see you sometime. Bye. <laughs>